Good morning, my renegades. Welcome back to Rogue Radio. Today is a pedophile's addition to the series. So, if you don't have a strong stomach, I don't blame you. If you are easily triggered, I do not blame you. This is going to be pretty disgusting. And, um, so yeah, there's not really much I can say after that. Um, it's just gonna be really gross. Um, this person is actually a woman, and, uh, the reason why I decided to pick a woman to cover is because pedophiles are not just men. They're not just men. And I want to let my listeners know that there are stories out there with women involved and uh, I just have to be fair when it comes to, you know, covering these types of stories to, you know, raise awareness about pedophiles being out there. So, yes, that's what we're going to be covering today. Her name is Vanessa, the nursery pedophile. She's from the UK. I can't remember where. I have my notes, um, so I'll, I will be reading from that and uh, we'll get into it in just a minute. If you have any comments, questions, or concerns, links will be down in the description below on how to reach me. Feel free to contact me, especially if you want to be a guest on my YouTube channel or on the Spotify for Podcasters. So thank you. The person that we are going to be talking about is Vanessa George. She is from the UK, and apparently she's out on parole now that I am making this. Um, I don't feel like she should go free, especially with what she's fucking done. But um, all of my information comes from a woman named uh, Emma Kenny. She is a... YouTuber, and um, there's some things that I agree with and some things that I disagree with when it comes to her research and stuff like that, and we're going to talk about that too, so, yes. Uh, Before we get into it, um, I'm going to kind of break down why women would really kind of molest children and get into these pedophilic relationships with... um, minors. So we're going to talk about that before we get into this, just because, just to let you guys know that, you know, it is possible for a woman to be a pedophile, and I believe that everyone deserves to know the reason why women would do something like this. So, um, but apparently 5% of child abuse is caused by women. Um, women abuse children for control, Narcissistic personality disorder could be involved in that as well. Um, They could have rage or jealousy against their daughter. There have been times um, where some, you know, women will be jealous of their daughters. We've seen that uh, on TikTok when a mother ends up abusing uh, her 15-year-old daughter because... She thought that she was obsessed with looking cute instead of getting good grades, and so she cuts her braids off. Uh, And it 
disgusts me just because it's like, that's your daughter, you shouldn't be doing that, and why are you even saying that she's obsessed with being beautiful when she's never said anything like that? Maybe she was just having a hard time studying. I mean, I don't know. It still bothers me that, you know, women will treat their daughters like that, but... Uh... Some women have fantasies of teacher-student relationships, which is a pedophilia thing. It's not something that you should be fantasizing about. I mean, unless that person is 18. I mean, they are considered an adult at the time. But then again, it's like, why would you even entertain that thought? I don't know. They have a powerful feeling when it comes to victimizing a child. They want emotional needs met. Some women, they need their emotional needs met within a relationship or a marriage. And sometimes, you know, the man fails, of course. I mean, I'm not going to put it on the male all the time, of course. But it happens. It happens. Um, what else? Uh... Some women believe that teen boys are more controllable, and some of them, uh, when victimizing a child, they have predispositions, they have um, devotion issues they just want to be devoted to, um, mother familial generational curse. I've talked to you guys about generational curses many, many times. I'm not going to really elaborate on that, but they are four to five times more likely to molest their own children. And that is sickening. Like, a mother is supposed to protect their kids. And, um, Emma Kenny actually talks about how the pedophile brain could be miswired. And to me, I don't personally believe that. And the reason why is because, I mean, I consider the possibility, but I also don't believe that it's always a mental thing. I believe it is something generational. Like I said, it passes through the family. And I also believe that it's spiritual. I've talked to you guys about that too. And I won't elaborate on that since I've elaborated on it so many times. But she does say that a normal brain is wired to see a small child and automatically want to protect it like oh you're so small and helpless i want to protect you and that's why a lot of mothers will see a child lost or defenseless or abused or whatever in a certain dangerous situation and that mother is not related to that child that mother will jump in and try to protect that child and help the child as much as she can because that's just maternal instincts that's what we've been that's what we as women have been wired to be is mothers and um but when it comes to a person whose brain could be miswired and to be a pedophile um that is a turn-on for a child to be small and defenseless and abused and um like i said that could be so many different factors in life it couldn't it's it's not just the possibility of their brain being miswired. It's also uh, what's going on in the family, what happened to them. You know, pedophiles aren't just formed overnight. They are formed many, many years within families or communities 
or even religious groups. We've seen it many times, and it's still going on. Doesn't give the pedophile any excuse to do so. What they do, of course. This is why I want to let you guys know. Like, we're now getting into some women that are doing stuff like this. And it wouldn't be fair if I didn't talk about how evil women are when it comes to pedophilia. But Vanessa George was someone who a lot of people liked. She was the life of the party, she was involved in the community, she was a helpful person, and someone that could be trusted. She was also a gossiper, so like she was able to entertain people through gossip and everything like that. Um, she surrounded herself with children because they were cuddly and kind. And she was never in trouble with the police. Nothing stood out to anyone about her life that led to something like this. She was married, she had two teen daughters, and she was content with her marriage and she loved her children. Apparently. Um, her interest in children uh, started with her interest in Facebook, and she joined groups such as Against Child Abuse as a cover of a... Um, usually pedophiles, they will go into anti-groups of child abuse or whatever, just to hear the stories of children who were abused and, like, their... what they went through, and that's a turn-on. It's a sick turn-on for them. And, um... That's what Vanessa started doing. Uh, she did this as a cover to kind of let people know that she was against, you know, child abuse, but in the end she was actually being entertained by this stuff. There were plenty of people that found her attractive and um, started talking to her, and one of those men is Colin Blanchard, who was a child abuser, untrustworthy, and a liar. So, um, what this man would do is that he would lie all the time. You constantly lie. Um, I'm rich. I'm a millionaire. I have like five cars. You don't see them because all of them are being repainted. I didn't like the colors. Um, but in the end, like he really was just a liar. He, he was nicknamed Billy Bullshit. And so he, uh, owed a lot of people a lot of money and uh, he boasted constantly about like anything that really came to mind for him um, he has had prior convictions uh, with possession of child pornography um, <clears throat> and he was on the sex offenders register for five years um, he repeats offenses when punishment is light and Vanessa and Billy form a friendship or a relationship they bonded effectively and start confessing that they were attracted to children and they thought they found the perfect partner within each other. Um, so, around, ugh, I'm sorry, around this time, um, Vanessa gets a job at a nursery. And because she is seen as this trustworthy, a very kind person they you know hire her on the spot it's also because she's probably been a teaching assistant for six years in a school and that probably looked really good on her resume and everything like that so um, 
but she would always make excuses to have time alone with the children. She was constantly changing their diapers. Um, and I would assume that there was no reason to. Um, they, she would be taking photos of them. She would use objects on them. And at one point she used a sex toy on a child. Now, these kids were babies. They were babies. Um, she did this all during work. She abused these kids all during work. And she targeted babies since they cannot talk to their parents about what happened. So they're at that age where they can only communicate with their facial expressions. I don't want to call them nonverbal, but basically, you know, babies, when they start learning how to talk, they're still learning how to talk. They don't really know how to talk yet. Um, she abused little babies. She did. And the reason why is because none of them could tell their parents what happened to them. And uh, that that is the most sickest thing that I've ever heard in my entire life. She targeted these children because they couldn't talk. They couldn't express the hurt and the horror they experienced because of this ugly bitch. In the pictures, she never uh, showed the child's face. In pictures, to be excused from the accountability to the parents and making them less of an individual. So not only was she trying to cover her ass, she was also demeaning the child by not showing their face. Later on, this would be um, a challenge for the police to track her down because of uh, her not showing the children's faces. So, um, yeah. She would send the photos to Richard or Colin. They, he has many different names. There's Colin, Richard, Billy Bullshit, all that stuff. We're just going to call him Billy or Richard. And then he would make requests. He would make requests like, hey, do this to this child and film it. And then she would send it. And then they had their porn. They both shared dark fantasies with each other. Very intricate, very detailed, disgusting fantasies of what they wanted to do to these children. Um, from December 2008 to June 2008, 10,000 messages between the two were found, and all of them were explicit and sick. I know it's already a very short episode. I didn't expect it to be this short, but um, we're going to take a break. So last we left off, Vanessa would be taking pictures of her abusing these children. Uh, 
I don't want to know exactly what she did, but I do know it. I only know one thing that she used a sex toy on a child, and I just find that disgusting. Like, why? Why would you do that to a baby? Um. But anyway, um. Yeah. So, Vanessa is doing all the abusing. She's doing all the abusing and then she's perpetuating the videos and the pictures to Richard. And she's basically giving him free child porn. Now, Richard involved a woman named Angela Allen with the uh, request for the abuse. So they weren't directly abusing these children they were just making requests to Vanessa and Vanessa was more than happy to do that um but anyway she joined with the two and shared both and she shared the pictures with both of them and uh, both of them believed that they loved Richard because she they believed that um, since you know, he shared in the same interests, and he was giving all types of signals to both women. They believed that he loved them. So Angela Allen had um, very, very deep, disgusting, shitty fantasies. Um, she had rape and bestiality fantasies, as well as pedophile um tendencies when it comes to her fantasies. And she shared these with Vanessa and Billy. And uh, when... We're gonna... Skip, because there's another piece of information that I don't want to give off until later on. But Vanessa would show pictures to Richard and then he would send them to Alan. So uh, they both were emotionally vulnerable so because of the cycle that these both like both of these women were in a lot of people would say well the man manipulated both of the women like it's not their fault women are emotionally vulnerable bullshit <laughs> bullshit um I believe that every person has the free will to do what they want to do, and I believe that there are there is a darkness in a lot of people. I don't believe in everybody, but there is a darkness in a lot of people to where they do have dark fantasies, and the only thing that is keeping them from doing it is because they know that it's wrong. Um, but I, I just... I can't believe that women are emotionally vulnerable to the point where they be, they're they letting themselves be used by a man to perpetuate this endless porn, uh, child porn ring. That's, that's basically what it was. Women have their own free will. They have their own choices. They know what's right and wrong. And therefore, I don't believe these women were emotionally vulnerable. They had tendencies before they even ended up with this man. Vanessa ended up joining Facebook 
alright? Ended up joining anti-child like abuse um, groups just in order to be entertained and to be turned on by the stories of these children that have suffered this stuff. And it's gross. It's wrong. And nobody can tell me any different that just because she was a teaching assistant for six years doesn't mean that that's where it started. I believe it's where it has started. She had fantasies of kids even, even around that time. Maybe even before then. It's been said the abuse only took place when she got in contact with Richard. Like I said, even beforehand, I don't believe that she didn't, like, abuse a child while she was a teaching assistant. This has to have come from a deep-rooted place within her in order to do something like this. Women just don't get up and decide to be a pedophile. There's a reason. So we are getting to the point where how they got caught. So Richard's business partner thinks he's stealing money from the business and snoops on his computer and finds the evidence while Richard is in Dubai. So he ends up finding uh, child porn or CP in his um, business computer, like his office computer. And why the fuck would you leave something like that? On your damn... Uh-uh, uh-uh, no. I mean, anybody who's smart and normal, if they had to search porn, if they really wanted to search porn on their business computer, they wouldn't do it for one, and two, they would fucking delete their search history. <laughs> this dumbass wanted to get caught. When Richard was finally arrested, he sold out Vanessa and Angela Allen, and he did this to seem less guilty to the police. So they found the nursery that Vanessa worked at. Alan knew that Vanessa and Richard got arrested and kept the evidence instead of disposing of it. She also was making child porn by herself. And when they ended up arresting her, she had no emotion. It was like she was proud of what she did. And from what the police kind of experienced and saw from them, they were really stupid. Usually pedophiles are very meticulous and they hide things very well in order to not get caught. But these people were doing it right out in the open they did not delete anything, and I guess they just didn't think that they were going to get caught. <laughs> Vanessa had two different phones, so she had a phone that she used for her life, like real life, you know, making calls, Facebook, all that. And then she had a thing called the fun phone, and that's where she would take pictures of these children. And uh, it was completely apart from her personal phone. And uh, the police don't know how they really met if uh, the content they shared spread anywhere else. So uh, the police don't necessarily know how the three of them all met. I will say that it's probably just because it was on the internet. Uh, Vanessa and Colin... Uh, met through the internet. I don't know if that information was withheld from them, from the police. 
And they don't know if any of this uh, spread anywhere else because the photos that she took didn't have the faces of these children. So, yet again, these pictures were very, very hard to track in order to find out if they spread anywhere else. So, in December 15th, 2009, Vanessa was given a interdeterminate sentence to serve seven years and to prove to the judge that she was safe to be in society. That's not nearly enough years for me. I mean, in my eyes, any pedophile who is given a light sentence, I feel like I know that the world runs on pedophilia. I, I just do. That's my... I believe in that conspiracy theory. I believe that there's a lot of people out there that are very powerful pedophiles and they do so much to these children. And that's probably why the system is so lenient to pedophilia because there's so many powerful men and women out there that abuse children and they see these people and they're kind of like apologetic to them. They're like, oh, well, I mean, they're just like us, so... Yeah, and we'll just give him seven years, give her an interdeterminate like sentence, and we'll see what happens. So she had to prove to the court within seven years, or after her seven-year sentence, uh, that she's changed and that she's very sorry for what she did. She was released on September of 2019, and that was about ten years. Uh, she has conditions like she can have her license but no access to the internet and any break in those conditions will revoke her sentence I don't like this like I know that the British government is totally different from you know what's going on here in America and America is no different really um but she manipulated and abused coerced and victimized children into abuse and sent it to two equally sick people. There is a spectrum for pedophilia, but a pedo is a pedo to me. So what I'm trying to say is that there are people out there that I believe are like apologetic pedophile, like, how do you say that? They're pedophile apologists or simp, simp they're sympathetic to pedophiles, so they think that pedophilia should be a sexuality. And, um, they believe that there's a spectrum for, uh, pedophiles. So pedophiles, there's different names, and I don't really give a shit about their fucking names. If you are a person that has victimized a child before they turned 18, you are a fucking pedophile, and I hate you very much with a passion, and I believe that you deserve to be thrown to the deepest circle of hell and be Satan's bitch. That, that's, that is my opinion. But apparently there is a spectrum of pedophilia that somebody has so stupidly created. And so, I don't know, there's uh, pedophiles that are attracted to newborns up to seven years old. And then there's pedophiles that are um, attracted to 7 to 10, 11, preteen, and then there's the teenager pedophiles. 
and then that's it. That's pretty much it. That's usually the age group. That's that's the fucking that's the whole spectrum for you. I don't believe that there should be ever a spectrum on anything. I don't believe that these pedophiles are more innocent if they target older kids. But if I I just don't like it. You're a pedophile if you fucking abuse a child before 18. Go suck. Go suck a donkey dick or something, man. I don't know what the fuck to say. I don't know what the fuck to say. That is the most disgusting thing I have ever heard of in my entire life. And I know I'm getting off topic, but I I, I wrote it down on my goddamn notes for a reason, so... God damn it. The worst part is... That... She didn't give the names of the children whom she abused. She never released them. There was a uh, news segment, and this was around the time before she even got put to prison, that said that she was going to give out the fucking names, but she never did. She never actually talked about who she abused. And I'm just thinking, why the fuck do you feel the shame now, bitch? Like. You, you feel the shame now that you're caught and now you don't want to confess who you have hurt. Like, the children that you have hurt. These parents are dealing with children that now have fucked up social skills. They have problems with going to the uh, bathroom. They have trouble going to bed at night. All because of you. There's no coming back from that, so you might as well name the children that you abuse so that the parents will be able to act accordingly and actually get these kids into therapy and help these kids as much as they can. Because you abused their children. You abused their children. One of the victim's parents comes onto the show to describe her release. Because this is around the time Vanessa gets released. Uh, this woman describes that Vanessa was friendly, gossipy, and a very nice person to be around. She wondered if she missed something with her general interactions. Um, she went to the nursery and police were there and they called a meeting and they had to go into detail with the parents so that they knew what was done to their kids. Some children were identified by birthmarks, but hers couldn't be identified. This specific mother's child couldn't be identified enough to know whether her child was victimized. Um, so I'm gonna start talking about some stuff that, um... I don't really want to bring myself into it, but I do believe and I know that I've been abused in my life and I have shown signs of being abused without actually knowing it and um, I'm going to talk about that real quick. Um, when children are victimized or molested or raped, at a very early age to where they're not able to talk or express their um, denial of these uh, things that have been done to them. 
they remember subconsciously. Um, a lot of us, in general, don't always remember our earliest memories as a baby, but when a child is abused at that age, they do end up remembering things subconsciously. And what I mean by that is some children will have nightmares. They will scream when they're in certain places or around certain people. They will cry out of nowhere. Um, they will act erratically. Um, it's all about kind of... It's all about a mother kind of feeling out a child's behavior and why this child is feeling the way they feel. Um, I honestly don't believe that women, especially mothers or even fathers, uh, parents need to really be in tune with their children's um, body language, um, their... The, their mannerisms the way that they are because if they if it changes overnight something has most likely happened to them and I can't say that it's always sexually it can all it can just be a physical abuse that they're going through or maybe they're being bullied it all depends and um, it's up to the the parent to find that out and it's sad that these parents were they put their trust in this woman who have, you know, has just been really sweet, really nice on the surface, but then she ended up victimizing them in a private room. Some children, they will wet the bed, uh, uh, even after they're potty trained, I want to say. Um, that's not always the case, but I think most likely it would be. But she does say that her child screamed when uh, she pulled up to the gate of the nursery. He was terrified to go in. Um, he never had a sleepover. He wets the bed. He has nightmares. And he, at, the, at that time of the interview, because this was an interview on YouTube that I found about this woman kind of going through the motions with her child and trying to cope with, you know, helping him even when he doesn't realize what's actually going on. Um, but, you yeah, know, she, she tells everyone, like, what she's been going through as a mother and how she deals with an, a, a possibly abused child. And to be honest, I mean, I know I work in the mental health field, but I'm not an expert on child psychology or child uh, development or anything like that, but it does sound like he is most likely, he has most likely been abused by this awful, awful woman. So we're going to be talking about <clears throat> the legal barrister that was on Vanessa's case. His name, what's his name? His name is Yasin Patel, and I think he's full of bullshit as well. But... The legal barrister says that she accepted her guilt, she gave uh, the proper details for the sentence, and says the nursery has a list of all victims and uh, the, the child, the child's attended. Like, the children that were attended, they all have a list of the victims and stuff like that. But if she didn't name the kids, 
Like, if she didn't name any of the kids that she victimized, how the fuck do you know? Like, that's bullshit to me. Anyway. Apparently, there has never been a requirement by the court judge that was handling her case to give the give out the names that she victimized like the, of the children that she victimized um so yeah i find that terrible because i mean it's weird that the law is very sympathetic to pedophiles because you they give them light fucking sentences 10 years is nearly not enough i believe like i said they need to be in jail for the rest of their goddamn life to where they are not put in a position to abuse another child again. I just, I, I hate it. I hate pedophiles with a passion. I just do. I believe they deserve the worst fucking punishment ever. Ever. And I mean, ever thought of. You know, these parents have to deal with their children not being very well developed socially because of all of this. Because of what Vanessa did to these children. I don't believe the parents should, sh should suffer. I don't believe the parents or the children should suffer from this. The, this was not the parents' fault. This was all Vanessa's fault. And it's not the children's fault, of course. I'm just saying, like, I don't believe that the parents should have to deal with this because of a woman's wrongdoing. That's not fair to the parents. They put their trust in somebody and she fucking blew it. And I hate that. Like, no one is safe. No one's safe. But anyway, she was let out on good behavior. She's constantly screened. She's on the sex offender list. She's under a curfew. She's not allowed with children in parks or pools or any other social area where it involves children. Um, she's always under watch and she's not allowed on the internet. I don't believe that this is a, this isn't a good system to have. Like <sighs> these children are suffering from her hands. And she is the one that gets let off easy while the children suffer. And this is a lifelong suffering. Children will always know that they've been victimized or molested. They, they'll always know that something happened to them. And they're going to wonder why they're not developed like other children. Or why they're not social enough to other children. Why they don't like to be touched by other children or adults. There's a whole lot of factors that go into it, and I don't believe any fucking child should fucking suffer from the hands of a fucking adult that knew right from goddamn wrong. <sighs> Listen, I don't even like to talk about this personally, what I'm about to say, because I'm not a mother yet. But I can guarantee I will go to jail for my kids. 
I will happily go to jail for my kids. I will happily go to jail for any child in my family that I love. I will not let my children suffer. I, I will not let my loved one's children suffer. I This is why I do this. This is why I talk about this stuff, guys, because no one else does. Please, parents, I know I'm not a mom yet. It's fine. Um, but I just want to let you guys know your children see so much. Your children experience so much. And so when your child comes to you and says, Mom, Dad, someone touched me. Someone hurt me. Don't think of it like it's their imagination. I don't even care. I don't care if your kid's a compulsive liar. Okay? Go out and investigate. Go out and find that asshole. Go out and find that person that has hurt your children because... Hmm... Because children, they, they see a lot, they perceive a lot, they feel so much. Um, we think that just because they're children, they, they, don't believe, they don't deserve to be treated with a certain amount of respect or a certain amount of, um, I don't want to say dignity, but we always kind of treat children a little too much like children and um, we have to kind of let them know that like we do trust them we do trust what they say we do trust what they um are telling us because sometimes they might actually be telling you the truth i know kids have a wild imagination but listen a child doesn't just come up and say mom dad mommy daddy um i don't i don't want to be around this person or i don't want to go to that house i don't want to go to school today Find out why. Take your kid, take them out somewhere safe, maybe to a park or something, and have a conversation with your child. Have a conversation with your child. That is it for me. Uh, thank you so much for listening, and I will see you in the trenches next time. Bye-bye.